All right. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Barn Collective podcast. This is episode 11. And I want to be taking a lead today on questions again. I've got one big question I want to be talking about today. I've got Corn and Liam with me. Question for you guys is what would you say people should prioritize if they want to get fit for summer? And what are your thoughts on the idea of the summer shred? Uh, there's not going to be too much of a difference between me and corn. I don't think with this, No, I, don't think, I so. think we can yeah. both kind of say the same thing is I don't think you can think about summer shred. You need to think about it in a healthier way in my eyes. Like, yeah, you can lean out for summer. That's, that's a lot of people lean out. That's absolutely fine. But you kind of need to figure out like, you need to have a purpose on why you're leaning out. If it's literally just look good for the beach, cool. That, that's fantastic. A lot of people do that. But in what state are you in currently? And are you going to be able to manage it healthy? So then when you do start to tailor away from that, are you just going to bloat back up again and just gain a shitload of fat again? Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have the same thought. So um it's like depend on your expectation as well. Like when you say summer shred, like some people say like, oh, I want to lose 40 kilo in two months. And I'm like, right, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have fun with that. Yeah, yeah have fun with that. Yeah. Um, so no, it's, um, it depends. Like if you are already doing exercise, you know, you, you are already in a lot of training, um, having some volume, you know how to do it. Then yeah, if you want to lose some weight, yeah, adjust your macro, right? We, we do it all the time, we adjust our macro or, or our diet, whatever um, you do. Um, but if you, a person who never trained before and then all of a sudden is like, right, I book a holiday, I suppose you can't book a holiday now, but I suppose if you book a holiday and like, yeah, let's get shred in, in a week, and no, like that's not gonna happen. Like you, you don't know how to train. You don't get the foundation. You don't even know how to move. So you know you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, how how do you approach that situation where you have somebody who, you know, they they have one focus, and that's you know, I I just want to look good for the summer. Um, you know, I've maybe they've they've had a, a rough few months. We're working really hard, but they've they've set out this vacation for themselves. They just want to feel good, but you know there's so much for them to learn and you know they kind of want something that's this immediate how how would you guys approach that like in terms of talking to that person and getting them to recognize like what really matters it's, so before when i was a little bit more scrapped for cash and trying to get this stuff done i would just try and go yeah cool let's try and let's, let's do what we can and i go oh, are you sure this is going to work it's like well you, you know if you do everything to the t we'll get as good as you can to be honest, I wasn't lying, right? Mm. Like, to be honest, yeah, if we do as everything we possibly can, we'll see where you can get to. Now, 90% of the time, it wasn't like a week or two weeks. It was good, like, oh, okay, cool. Like, what is it, April? All right, I've got a holiday in July. So now, to be honest, you've got three or four months. Like, you could do a pretty decent job of getting down to where you want to go, depending, again, on how big you are or how much you want to shred in that sense. And we keep using the term shred on how much body fat you want to lose, et cetera. 
um nowadays i'm very open if, they, if they're literally like oh you know i want to lose it this is this is like you realize how unhealthy that is and people are like yeah i do know so i think there's actually quite a lot out there that people realize that losing let's say six four six ten kilos in a week is literally not healthy at all um and i think people are actually really starting to learn that most people i chat to but i'm brutally honest um and you've got to kind of got to be in this game to be truthful because if people aren't truthful then you get this full sense of security i think people trust people more uh when they literally cut the fat and just tell you how it is yeah um i'll ask why i ask why first like why do you want to do it like like exactly what what um liam does so like what's the reason behind it you know how how high it's going to be and how bad it's going to be for your body. Um, and then I manage expectation. If they say they want to lose 40 kilo in two months, I say, no, you won't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's it. It's. What's, yeah. what's your um, maximum um, number of kilo you would, you, you, you think you, um, is, what's worth healthy? to do a week? Uh, to be honest so you two are more inclined with this ben would answer this better because you two do a lot more nutrition i don't generally a lot of the training guys that i get in we i give advice to and stuff like that like stuff i've done stuff that you guys have done i've learned from you guys or from jack or loads of other things but then nine times out of ten i'll try and push them onto people to actually get nutritional advice i just try and tell people how i eat like yeah. generally decently just the normal stuff you know um if you're if you know carbs are a big thing for you then you know take it down and add more veg into your plate get the more greens in and just give people more habits so i can't really tell you that because i've never done it um i've never really done a huge fat loss weight loss thing um i have done just healthy eating habits and generally figure out how to eat better because I got like a free meal pretty much on Deliveroo, I think it was, or Uber Eats. And I had like a Pizza Hut the other night just because as I saw it, why not? I woke up the next morning feeling terrible. Uh, <laughs> like the salt co like content in my mouth, I was like chewing flies all night. It was just terrible. Um, I just so sluggish the next day. I'm like, and I was chatting to one of my clients the next morning about it. And he was like, oh, fair enough. You know, I do occasionally as well, but like, I know I feel awful as well. Like, and people eat like this for like their lives. Like people eat like this all the time. I, like, I can't, I just can't stand it. I don't know how people eat so much crap all the time and they don't know what their bodies could feel like being generally healthy and how much they could get done. Um, so I don't know. I, I couldn't really tell if you lose a kilo in a week, I'd be happy, you know, but then you might put it back on the week after. Don't be sad about it. Just, it's unfortunately that kind of trend so what's i'm going to throw us back to uh almost like the taskmaster here ben what, what would you what's your <laughs> so yeah mate i i personally feel that for most people um a five percent of your current body weight as a weight loss goal is firstly healthy so it's not you're not particularly going to get significant risks in terms of like a dramatic uh, drop in calorie intake um, and th there's also plenty of evidence to show the 5% reduction in your current body weight has a significant uh, amount of benefits like long like long long term in terms of just you know um, overall health 
um, quality of life, energy. Um, you take that into consideration. So, so right now I'm about 175. So that would be, wait. This is pounds, everyone, by the way. We get a lot of UK listeners. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not 175 kilos. I'm not, I'm not a strong man. Lash <laughs> <laughs> Talakatsi. Yeah, cool. So, so for me, that's about, uh, well, like eight, eight to nine pounds as a, as a, as a weight loss goal. So it's actually, it's still a significant amount, you know, mm. that's, that's a big target and it'll probably take at least 12 weeks to get that. But I think a, a really big component of this, and I think something that, that again, really needs to be emphasized is the, the concept of do people lose weight and keep the weight off because there's so much more to just that's, losing weight. yeah that's and, the and, biggest and, thing you know because I, so um uh it was actually it was i heard uh mike israel speaking recently about the myth of the fat loss lifestyle so either you're like having this lifestyle of fat loss or you'll never ever lose fat and his kind of response to that was fat loss in any sense is a tool it's a tool that serves a purpose of what you want to do right now outside of that it's just the core of healthy living if you're constantly thinking about like i need to just keep losing 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 fat you're just going to be trapped in this cycle of mm. i need to mm. go on the next diet and i'm going to have to jump off that diet because i can't do it anymore because it's un unmanageable so let's go on the next one you know and that that I think is actually a, a bigger question for me about the fitness industry and particularly the weight loss industry is we know that the percentage of people who regain the weight they've lost is incredibly high. I it's is a questionable number, but it's around ninety five to ninety seven percent, like in about a three to five year period. So if you were to say to somebody, okay, I can, I can help you lose 30 pounds in the next three months, but in nine months, you're going to regain all of that weight and possibly more. Like for me, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of the bigger point, you know? And I'm, I think the trouble is, I don't know how many people want to hear that. I don't know? think they do, but I think that's, they, they don't, they're not going to care about that nine months time because in three months time, they've got a holiday where they want to look good on the beach, you know? Yeah. so that that's that's i think that's the kind of sh disclaimer that people won't have on this summer shred plan your 12 week summer shred plan lose let's say 30 pounds or whatever it is in 12 weeks three months whatever and yeah. they'll be like oh yeah by the way at the end of it you can't get your money back if you gain your weight back in like six months time yeah like <laughs> yeah, exactly everyone yeah, yeah. every person who does a summer shred plan will then be skint in nine months time man big big time and the funny the funny thing is i say anecdotally i've definitely seen it i've seen it from like clients and members that yeah same have gone on a diet they've actually lost a good good significant amount of weight and then reality just happens like things just happen they get in the way and then they blame themselves for not being able to stick to the diet and then suddenly it's like oh well you know if you're just stuck with the diet or if you go back on it, you know, you lose the weight again. I think that's you one know? thing uh, RP does really well with teaching is like the sort of either bulk maintain or lose phase. Like that's a yeah, really, like definitely. the maintain phase is the one of the most important. I think that's the important, most important phase at all. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would personally, I would definitely, I would encourage anybody who like 
listen to our podcast or just just trains work, works out once you get fit in general check out renaissance periodization and, and their stuff because a lot of it's free and it's very very good and they do have really good principles i think the they, they really push the idea of maintenance and being in a maintenance phase yep. and not just being in a fat loss phase all the time mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah mate. yeah that, uh, that's like in real life as well so so many clients who came in to see me and say I want to lose fat. And I was like, so how you eat? Like, I've been trying to lose fat for the last two years. And like, oh, that's why you can't lose fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Do. I'm actually, I, I saw I saw a post recently um, in, in part of like the uh, Precision Nutrition like coaches forum. I mean, uh, for, for it's, not, it's not just on Facebook, but this guy, one of the coaches had, had asked the question that was about, well, um, this this girl i think she was about like 22 um she was struggling to lose weight lose fat and she he said she'd been in a calorie deficit for 18 months <laughs> which is like <laughs> why <laughs> that's the, and it's like everyone was like well that's the first thing you need to address dude let's get her off <laughs> you know christ you know? almighty but i think i think that's the problem i think there's such a push of like calorie deficit restriction to, to get to your goals that maybe people don't think about actually that's that's not what healthy eating is that's not what healthy living is like mm-hmm. just dropping your calories down so i, I yeah. think for most people it'd be if you're going to start dieting let's say and calorie intake and stuff like whatever your tde and you know basic uh, basal metabolic rate is try and actually just eat those calories like yeah. you i 100 you're overeating that's why you've got bigger. That's why you're fat. Like try and just hit the, your maintenance calories and see how hard that is first before you try and starve yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that'd be a good way to go first. I've never actually taught it that way, to be honest. I've, I've always said like, yeah, look, it says to eat minus 300 calories. Try and eat these calories. Then actually start eating your, you know, what it's recommended, not your NHS recommended 2,500 or whatever. Like, actual recommended see if you can even hit that because that's generally more food than what you're going to eat when you're actually on a loss phase and i think it yeah. just ingrains better habits i suppose yeah because you're, you're not you're not going I cold think, turkey yeah i think i think the challenge that a lot of people have as well is understanding like what a calorie deficit really is for them um because like of lose weight, lose fat, unfortunately, eating less than what you're taking out is still primary, still number one of importance. But I think for a lot of people, they view a deficit as, okay, I need to like start, like I'm going to say starve myself, but practically like significantly reduce my calories throughout the week. And then I have these rules and then maybe the weekend comes and things happen. And I'm not, I'm not going to track them. And then, and then four, four or five weeks down the line, be like, I'm not losing any weight. Like this calorie deficit thing isn't working. And I think <laughs> it's because a lot of people don't really get tracking. They don't get it. And I think maybe mm. for a lot of people, like maybe the calorie counting concept just doesn't work for them. It's That's super difficult. Thing. It is difficult. It's very, very challenging. Yeah. And I think like people um, underestimate how much they eat as well when they said it. 
they, they, they mean like they look at it and like, oh yeah, that's about 50 gram. <laughs> In fact, it's like 20, <laughs> 200. Oh, hell yeah. Like when I started tracking, I started tracking like my muesli and cereal in the morning, like a 30, if anyone actually, so this is one of the biggest things for tracking. Go and see what like um, a 30 gram portion with 125 milk is of cereal. And you'll be like, wait, what? Exactly. Yeah. That literally is <laughs> yeah, exactly. those variety yeah. packs you get. Yeah. The variety packs, one of those is pretty much a serving, and that's literally absolutely awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I fill it's my like bowl up. Isn't it? Yeah. Like I have, <laughs> I have like 250 yeah. grams of muesli, like per session. It's easy, easily done. But yeah, like yeah. I think certain things like that actually look at the back of the packet. What suggested serving size? Pour it out, and you're like, oh, oh, this isn't much. Like, this is terrible. Like what? Yeah. And you realize how much you're probably overeating. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think that's another thing of like how uncomfortable it can be as well. Like being, being in that kind of state of like, man, I really need to like limit the amount that I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And even when you kind of think that you're comfortable, actually, you know, you, you're still going to have to restrict. So I think I think that like I I'd, I'd never necessarily say to somebody like I I don't want you to go to work on whatever target you want to work on. If you want to try and lose weight, lose fat for the summer, that's fine. But I think the the reality of it is, I think for a lot of people, they don't realize how hard it's going to be. Yeah, and and the long term impact it's going to have on you. Like, mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. And that's a good question to tell them at the start. Sorry, Corn. Like, if you're willing to lose this weight now, are you willing to regain it back in another three or four months' time on top? Mm. And if like, well, no, I want to keep hold of it. It's like, well, this isn't for you then. Yeah, then you, you need yeah. to re- realign your goals, basically. Yeah. So we come back. To, yeah. Like, I, I do feel sorry for 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 those people though, who like tr- struggling to lose weight, and then when they ask like, what do you do to lose weight? And all they say is like crash diet, like, oh, I just yep. do, yeah. But, yeah. Like you, yeah. basically you, you, don't, you don't have the foundation. You don't even know what the good nutrition is. Like get, get your yeah. basic right first. It's just like a whole process. Like you don't learn nutrition in two months. You learn nutrition through like a year to learn about how your body burn your calorie, what is good for your gut is, it's a journey and people don't realize that. And I think once, what I do with my client is like, I, I tell them straight away, you're going to lose um, 0.25 kilo per week, which is relatively slow. Um, and I just like, yeah, and it's not even going to lose sometimes. <laughs> I, I tell them like, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I never sell my my service as a fat loss. I even said on my, on my, um, Instagram page for their business saying um, I don't sell um, fat loss course or anything because a lot of people ask me like oh how much is for the right. fat loss course and like I don't have one no <laughs> we don't at all and I think again you can yeah. brand yourself nicely for that like you say you literally just say I've never said it anywhere and no one's ever come to me for it um, but I think in this day and age you can tell who's doing what because they'll plaster it all over their fucking Facebook and Instagram it'll be like right next oh, 21 yeah. day shred 21 day shred 21 yeah, day yeah. shred I know Ryan yeah. Fisher does a lot of it um, and actually yeah. he posts up today he's like what's the best thing for like losing belly fat around the abs and he literally does 50 kettlebell swings a day with the heaviest weight you can do it's like 
but he does say that the form you should have and stuff like that and you'll get a stomach a lot better you'll get a turtle shell and stuff like that and he's kind of true in that sense like if you have tried the 50 kettlebell swings a day it's brutal um <laughs> you know yeah. but then he he tries and teaches a little bit more of a keto-y kind of vibe i think um everyone has their niches i've got a client yeah. who's recently just gone back to keto stuff because it worked from a couple right. of years ago he learned it a couple right. of years ago it worked he lost some decent weight and he still remained decent but this time around he's a bit more active his job's changed now and he's like i'm getting tired during the day so you're gonna need to start eating like you can stick to keto as much as you want but if you're going to come training with pt with me in a class you need to start eating carbs at this time and this time to at least fuel yourself for these sessions yeah like you need to change and adapt now to what you did a couple of years ago to now like yeah. and, it, and then let's see That's how crazy. it goes you know and he's already lost weight this week it's fantastic um That's but right. i just like you know i'm not a nutrition expert i just know you need carbs for the, like crossfit style of training you just do your glycogen stores need it yeah mm-hmm. so absolutely yeah yeah dude. do you think how long do you think summer shreds are always going to constantly be around yeah unquestionably <laughs> unquestionably yeah i think i think easy money man, dude i think there's there's two that will be never ending january uh fat loss fat loss like new year fat loss new year yeah. blue mean all that uh summer shred yeah it's so simple for it's it's such easy money for for anyone for like a weight loss company or whoever it is um like it's you know is it this is like pay for their christmas basically you know generic workout plan meal plan boom pump it out and people you know it makes sense, like in terms of psychology, like people want to have an end goal, and not a lot of people yeah. have that mentality of looking at the long term plan. No, no, but like no, the marshmallow test, like people that look at the long term plan and can control themselves, has shown that they are more successful in their life in terms of work, in terms of health, fitness, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. I agree. I, I, you know, I've got a three or f- I've got a three and a five year goal. I'm second year into my third year goal. Uh, I already pretty much done it uh, in regards to the gym, but it obviously didn't go through. So I need to redo it. Um, the fact that, yeah. you know, I had a three year goal for it and it happened pretty much in one was insane, but it didn't last. So I need to redo it again. Um, you know, so I now know that I've got another year and a half to get it done to get it running and up and running again and sort of sorting it. So, and I'm working towards it as much as I possibly can. Um, I actually don't have any sort of fitness and health goals at the moment. I'm just kind of maintaining funny enough, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to living and just training and just for, just for fun and getting back into it. There's no, just a good, like a lot of people are in that, that phase, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I think UK is getting better, but here is, as you know, we, we still have the same thing. So mm-hmm. maintenance, a lot of people, I suppose this is a good time to learn about yourself. Like yeah. You don't have to class diet. Just yeah, right. go into the gym and enjoy yourself right now. Like enjoy food, like get out and try new stuff. Like I think the best thing about UK is restaurants are starting to open up inside and outside. Well, outside first, inside in a couple of months. But go and try new restaurants, go and try new food. 
I think that's the best place to try and learn about food because 90% of it, if you go to decent restaurants, is like not home cooked, but like cooked food from fresh uh, and try new food, try new meals and you might like it. I know a lot of people have got the HelloFresh at the moment, uh, like the oh, yeah. um, groceries delivered to your door and you get meal plans uh, mm-hmm. and you, it gets written up and all the calories are on there, et cetera, et cetera. And the beauty of that is if you do it for like a month and a half, you get this catalog of food that you can then go and just buy from the shops. Uh, I've got quite a lot of people that have done that at the moment. Um, and it really does teach you on like portion sizes because it would tell you, okay, this meal is 460 calories per person and you make two of them and stuff like this. And you use this many carrots and veg and like three chicken breasts and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, that's what that looks like. <laughs> um yeah. so you yeah. know i think i think things like that are really good to try and sort of get yourself into i know i've got a couple of clients that run it um you know and it's fantastic because it counts everything for you you don't need to even worry about weighing and measuring because it has it all there it's all weighed and measured and sent to you mm. uh, well, i have a client in the uk who like into this hello fresh and um, my food chef is it the other one i can't uh, remember yeah. Yeah, this is like a cross promo for HelloFresh, but yeah, get some sponsorship. <laughs> this is better than the bloody YouTube advert on it. I'll tell you that. Um, really? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So he asked me this question, like he enter every ingredient into like a calorie tracking app and it shows different results. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Is it like drastic yeah. or is it not much? Um... It's a pen, like it's about 300 cal. So, drastic. 300 calories could be a deficit for someone. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Well, isn't that like food food packets and stuff on the back? You've got like probably a 10 to 20% difference each oh, yeah. way as well. That yeah, it's 20, 20 to 25, I believe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, it. that's just ridiculous. But that's why, like, you, you, don't, you don't track um carry for an absolute if you remember that there's that time liam um in the whoop um facebook group there's a guy asking about um carry tracking using whoop and then was like why are you so oh yeah 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 so like um if people don't know what the whoop is it's a watchless fitness bracelet i say watchless because people expect it like i want to pay this money i want to face on the clock and stuff like no no don't worry about it but it's like when you use your fitbit and like i've got a garmin um i'm currently not using the whoop i haven't used it for months actually um and stuff like that and it says you've burnt 600 calories or 2600 calories don't don't listen to it just don't even look at it um Cause I know someone that always wanted to, cause I think vitality life insurance over here, they do one. If you've got certain activity and if you burn 300 calories or something in a session, you get bonus points on your insurance. So it means you can claim gifts and stuff back. I was like, that's such a bad thing. Like it's just like, fair enough. Like why don't you just 60 minutes of work or yeah. like Garmin do like intensity minutes uh, at set heart rate zones. And you can set that up to zone three, zone four, whatever you need to be. But like, if I set it to zone three, for instance, if I'm doing like right now, I do zone three, for instance, cause I'm not competition prepping. I'm not doing any high, like I do a couple of bike sprints here and there during the week, but nothing drastic. But if I'm going for like open prep, I'm going to be zone four, zone five, 90% of the weeks uh, leading up to yeah. it. You can set like 125 minutes. 
So it's 125 minutes. I need to be in the gym or running or something like that and being active for the week. And then that's a goal to be done by rather than I need to burn 2000 calories a day in training or something stupid like that. I think figuring out minutes rather than training and just actually training for those minutes is a much better habit to get into than it is trying to burn X amount of calories. Mm. Yeah. It is quite cool though, for me being a bit more like high metabolism is seeing that whoop, Garmin and stuff it's read into that straight away it's quite clever on how that's done because mine was always up at 2008 3000 calories for the day where like obviously corns i don't know yours is probably like two 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 four something like that and like other people i know is are down that way um so it is kind of cool that they know my metabolism is a lot higher whether or not they just know it by height and weight i'm not sure um yeah. you know. know but that's that's the whole point it's like i don't want people to look at a number as an absolute number because it's yeah. never correct well it's but the same yeah. as when you just look at your bmr it's like you you shouldn't do you should look at your tdes as well like you need to get a an average of all of it and kind of just go by it but yeah. how often do you guys so how often do you give someone a set calories let's just say 2500 for whatever and then like how often do you change that week on week like every how often do you change it like going forward um two weeks so you do two week changes yeah i I like to keep um everything i share on the diet and in two weeks and ask how they feel and if they have lost any weight and stuff like that okay Hmm. yeah yeah mate i do I do two week changes as well, but I don't do anything calorie based. Um, I know you don't do calorie based, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have two two weeks. You have to track uh, track your meals every day, whatever system you want to take on. Um, rarely is that calorie counting. It's normally hand portions or just taking pictures of your meals. And the, the next practice is um, making adjustments, choosing better quality foods. Um, and after that is getting to practices like eating more slowly, uh, limiting distractions, creating a better environment. So I'm, I'm pretty much right now almost like fully stepping away from the idea of like, I'm going to try and do, deliberately drop your calories down or, or try and manipulate it. Um, and that's, that's, that's just a kind of a decision that I've made in, in the, I uh, don't personally mm. think it's particularly healthy. I don't particularly find is that beneficial or even really that, um, effective like it's different on some opinion. clients some client some client can do that like some client of mine who yeah. like to track and like to need number they like it and some people just can't do it and that's true. fine like that is true yeah. for me it's depend on my clients what they want to do i actually ask do you want to track macro or do you want to go habit route i ask them like what you want to do yeah yeah i suppose um, even with tracking it's all habit based anyway isn't it um like the fifth um the hand portion tracking you mean well just any tracking like generally speaking you're trying to change part of your life with kind of food etc you're going to need to change habits in some sense right like you can't just do tracking and then just give up on it because then you're doing exactly what the summer shred is and you're just going to gain it back in a couple of weeks later a couple of months later like your body's very clever in knowing what your previous state was and trying to get back to it 
that's the stroke true. I think that there's no research about that yet. But I is think that not? That a, a prefer no, no. But I think that it's a preference um weight. I think it's not maybe it's not the DNA, maybe it's the environment that they are in. Compa yeah, they're, they're always that weight that they always tend to go back to. Yeah, I always like I bulked up a little bit and I'm back to training, I'm back down again. Um, you know, I just fluctuate weight. I fluctuate weight by three to keep one to three kilos. Like I, I fluctuate drastically. Uh, you know, people want to lose three kilos. I, yeah, I've just lost it. It's like, what? Yeah, I lost it like in a week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> like how the hell do you, I just fluctuate so easily. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like I have no idea what it is. Um, it's just crazy. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys notice any drastic changes or are you kind of there or thereabouts the same. <laughs> um, oh man. So how long has my bulking phase been now? Let me think. So Oof, how are you? I, tested, I, tested, <laughs> I, lost, I lost 10 pounds after I tested positive in November, December, January, March. First steroids, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, not the steroids, no. It was, uh, the, the vid. The old 19. Yes, yes, sir. Um, no, but that's actually, mate, I think that's a very, very interesting point. Um, whether there is a kind of a natural genetic component because we know that the, the body wants like homeostasis he wants some kind of like normal scene it, it will kind of try and almost level off if you're if you're trying to do anything particularly like drastic um you know i think you know the the what in hypothetically like the energy balance equation is really really simple you know calories in versus calories out is a is fact it's true i think there's just so much more nuance to it and um, I, I did actually have another question for you guys. Cool. So kind of, kind of following on from this as well, like we kind of recognize that the complexity and difficulty of A, sticking to a plan or sticking to a goal and B, manipulating or changing your body, particularly your body weight. Well, I'm looking at, I've, I've got an article I, and to be fair, I looked this up Google search, so I deliberately looked for it. But I've got an article here from Eat This, Not That um, of the 10 best teas. No, sorry, the 22 best teas you should drink for weight loss. And I, I'm going to read out the first one, number one, green tea. Yeah. And it I'll says, green tea literally blasts away flab. <laughs> now, I have my own personal views on that. Well... I, I want to get your perspective. Let, let's say hypothetically, somebody comes to, comes to you and says, um, you know, that the weight, my, my weight loss isn't working. I'm not losing any weight um, either. Like I, what, what if I take like a, a fat loss pill? Or what if I detox or something? Like what, what would your response be to that, that, that person? Because that, there's, there's, there's just so much like information and stuff that gets thrown at people. Um, I sort of just say, okay, like, um, why? <laughs> yeah. I think it's important yeah. to understand the why and actually try to yeah. listen to them. So I think if they, have I ever have any client ask me for that pill? No, I don't think so. Um, I said to some client to go get um, liposuction. <laughs> Interesting. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I, I said to her, like, you, you hate exercise. Like, every single time you exercise, you hate it. Um, you don't want to do any diet. Nothing will stick with you. I give you any habit and you've never done it. You've never put any work into it. Um, and she said, I want to do it in two months. I want to lose this much weight in two months. And I was like, okay, do like section. Interesting. I think it gets to a point where like people just won't listen. So you just go tell them what they want to hear. Uh, and if they ruin it and then they realize in six months time that actually you were telling the fucking truth then they'll come back. And if they don't, they don't. <laughs> and they, they ruin their lives. They ruin their lives at the yeah. end of the day. Like we want to help as many people as we can, but those people that we can't help, there's no point in us getting frustrated over it whatsoever. And if you're a coach out there and get frustrated over people that aren't listening to you, they will soon realize you're telling the truth and come to you or they're going to ruin their life first and then try and come to you for a fix. So they will come crawling back at some stage or find someone similar and whatever. Uh, I, I reckon if you didn't tell us what that first one was, I could have guessed green tea and I would have put a mortgage on it. Uh, I'd put a winning lottery ticket on green tea being the number one fucking tea. I don't know what it is about it. It's just, you know, I, I don't know why people say it's the better um, and stuff like that. No. I know it's, I know it's slightly healthier well, than most others. Yeah. Go on, go on. Let's, let's, let's hear it. So uh, researchers, what research, just researchers, not like there's you know, no paper or anything. My mom, my mom yeah. could be a researcher or whatever. Uh, attribute the fat burning properties of green tea to, Cat catechins, uh, the name of a group of antioxidative compounds that blast adipose tissue. I didn't realize the tea can do that, it blasts adipose tissue by revving the metabolism. Don't know what that means, but okay, increasing the release of fat from fat cells, particularly in the belly. Oh, that's convenient, particularly, speeding, yeah, particularly, <laughs> speeding up the liver's fat burning capacity. It gets better. That's the way I should put that. It gets better. Research suggests that combining regular green tea with exercise may maximize the. Okay, cool. The way I was putting it. Okay, so they are they are encouraging exercise. That's fair enough. Participants in one okay in one study, one study, participants who combined a daily habit of four to five cups of green tea, Jesus Christ, with twenty five minute workout, lost two more pounds than the non tea drinking exercises. I bet they were shitting for an oh, iron needle. Yeah, dude. And they're like, they're probably like super mega hydrated and like just washing out all the fucking, God damn. Good. To reap six, even more six. flat belly. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, it can too. To reap even more flat belly benefits from your fitness routine, be sure you're incorporating, oh, okay, these best weight loss, best weight loss exercises as well. God damn. Wow. Jeez, man. Eat this, not that. That's, I'm sorry, that is shameful, man. That's really... Like, call that, it, Jesus Christ. We're calling people out now. This is... Dude, I was serious. not expecting that. We, we've gone controversial, episode 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, we've been controversial oh, yeah. a lot earlier than this, let's be honest. <laughs> Just true. not on diet stuff. Yeah. I think we're um, more general. We're not actually specifically targeting people. But now we're yeah, saying, we've not called, called people out. on the attack. <laughs> um... Well, yeah, green tea's always been one that's been famous for sort of boosting metabolic yeah. rate in that sense. And, you know, I, I haven't read any studies. I know it's generally better than taking normal English tea because 90% of the time you're not adding milk to it or sugars. Like, yeah. generally speaking, you're not 
putting in more calories into your drink than what a tea actually is. So yeah, green tea is generally healthier because you don't add a lot of shit to it. Like, so yeah, hundred percent it's less calories. Uh, is it, isn't it a natural diuretic as well? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So generally a green tea is healthier, but like to say it blasts fat from the belly is like, yeah, of course it does. Yeah. 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 The green tea knows exactly where your stomach is. It knows exactly where your flap is. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what we're saying about sort of people coming up to us for stuff like that. Uh, I, I just sort of say why they're wasting their money really like this Huel stuff. People on these Huel shakes because it makes them better. It's like, Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a re- it's a meal replacement, and they taste like ass. Like, taste so <laughs> bad. Like, imagine the worst protein shake you've had. You probably leave it in your locker for about three months, blend it, then try and drink it. That's pretty much what it tastes oh, like. Is this uh, so expensive? Are you fucking kidding me? It's like a hundred dollars. So seventy, what, about seventy pounds. That's wild. Are you talking about the the powder version? Yeah, the premix version is actually quite all right. I was in premix. I see, I keep seeing them in the shops now. Uh, the yeah. premix ones. Oh yeah. Um, I used to have that when I um, finish my crossfit workout and then go to work straight away and then don't have right. any breakfast ready. So it's like it is a meal replacement. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a diet tool. No, not at all. Not at all. But I know people <laughs> are trying to use it as a meal replacement so they're not eating too much and oh, stuff like that. It's like, why don't you just eat good food, you know? Yeah. Like, just create a good lunch. The satiety from that is not that good. No. Right. Not at all. Not at all. And if you're someone like, so yeah. I know from myself, if I have too much sort of like dairy, uh, especially from milk early on without any sort of like carbs or something like that to absorb it and actually help like... um process it if it were i get a real bad stomach uh almost like a lactose intolerant kind of stomach um so if you're someone like that and you're trying to drink huel shakes like it's just not going to go well you're just going to be yeah. gargling your stomach is just going to be boiling up bubbling up and you are not going to be fun <laughs> in the office i tell you that yeah for sure <laughs> but yeah man. I yeah don't, if, i don't know if um i don't know if they have the um or corn actually i don't know if they have nutrisystem do they have that in like asda or anything like that no, because no. that that's really popular in the US, and um, I kind of I looked into it randomly because I had a, I, I knew a couple of people that were trying it as as a weight loss tool, and I'd seen this video from this um, this actually like famous like a pretty famous podcast host who was doing it to lose weight. He was like he was trying to lose like fifty to hundred pounds, and he did this like 50 minute rant about how much he hated like this this particular company and it basically had this guy who was i think he was about 230 or 240 pounds so about 110 kilos had him on a thousand calories a day eating nothing but their products and their products are like low calorie versions of like pizza and like donuts and stuff so it's just trash it's just like trash food and it's like crap versions of those foods basically because they're just low calories and um i knew i knew a couple of people this was before i was like doing personal training i knew a couple of like work friends that were doing the cambridge diet if you come across that as well i've heard of it i don't know what it is i've definitely heard of that right yeah and like I don't necessarily, you know, I know a little bit about it, so I don't want to necessarily call them out too much. I might be wrong about this, but they were having about 800 calories like a day. 
What? So it's literally like the absolute, not not even the bare minimum. The Cambridge Weight Plan. It's weight, actually a yeah, company. Cam- right, yeah. Cambridge Weight Loss, whatever it is, I don't know. It said she was doing that. It said like they're, they're, she does, she's on an 800 calorie plan. And it's like, how how can that be a thing? Like, I, I, and and every, everything is like meal replacements or yeah. versions of, of foods. Funny enough, when you type in the Cambridge Weight Plan, uh, weight plan, diet, meal replacement drinks, the one-on-one personalized one-to-one support, Huel comes up as well. Like it's right. all about just shakes. Right. Yeah. Low calorie shakes, soups, and snack bars designed specifically to program for the program to fulfill all your daily nutritional requirements under strict calorie diet guidelines can meet, can lead to immediate weight loss. <laughs> you know what can lead to immediate weight loss? A coffee. Cause you'll be on the toilet in about five minutes after. <laughs> Yes, Jesus Christ. That's yeah. the 1st of April 2020. That was literally a year ago. Wow. And that was during lockdown. Summer is well on its way, so it's hardly surprising that people are panic searching diet ideas, but there's so many to choose on what do they mean? The Dukan diet, the cabbage soup diet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the oh. Cabbage, oh, that's, the that's Cambridge so diet is an extreme weight loss plan. I like the fact they use extreme because that's almost a bad... like a bad word to use anything that's extreme you're like oh okay this probably isn't going to be great based around a range of soups uh, apparently cheaper than weight watches and faster than your average calorie counted diet but do you but do you buy into it christ there's six variations of the plan what does it depend on your birthday or something step six or maintenance is called where you eat a healthy diet Interspread with meal replacements when necessary. This is not a diet to be entered lightly. So at least they're trying to actually. This is a. Uh, is it Mary Claire the magazine oh, yeah. or whatever it is? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about Mary. The Cambridge Mary diet works Clay. by forcing your body into a state of, guess it, ketosis. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's, that's wonderful. What, what, which, one, which one's that one? Well, the, I just searched the Cambridge diet and it was one of the first things that pops up. Wonderful. Well, yeah. Well, so you're in the States, it would be something different. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's. Uh, I think. I, yeah. I think we're coming into a, I think a couple of years ago, I remember talking to people and they're just like, you know, they were talking about the January rush and it was just like, oh, you know, if you want a summer body, you need to start now. And I was like, fantastic. People are getting six, seven months ahead of the game with themselves. This is awesome. And then you see them three months later, like, oh yeah, I still didn't do anything. I now need a crash diet. It's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but I think right. people are slowly learning more and more. Um. You know, yeah. it's becoming a health lifestyle rather than crash, go th- go to our beef with the lads, look shredded in some, you know, pool pictures and then be, you know, have good, some good pictures for Tinder and then done, you know, like, yeah. and then get, oh, I'm with the woman, I'm with a woman now or we're in a relationship now and it doesn't really matter. We, we you know, we're fine with each other. Like, I think like yeah. that settling thing can ha- like be dangerous as well, but. And that's a different story. 
Um, you know, I, th- I think people are slowly getting into it. There are, I think these crash yeah. diets now are very targeted at certain specifics. So like you're looking at mums and stuff like that. I think now more days that are getting targeted with this kind of crap yeah. because they're the ones that go into like a 30 minute pump class that aren't going to do shit for you just move really poorly like yeah okay cool you're moving fantastic well done you're going to the gym just just i don't know yeah i think people (laughs) forgot about how simple good nutrition is yeah losing weight is easy like generally so i saw something losing weight is the easiest part you can ever do it's mentally losing weight is the hardest thing to do yeah Mentally going to the fridge or going shopping and not picking up crap food and picking up fruit, veg, you know, let's use the CrossFit term, little nuts and seeds and stuff like that, like basic good food. That's the hardest thing to do going into Sainsbury's, wherever it is, and buying good food, going home, cooking it every day, day in, day out, prepping meals if you need to prep meals and not going to go snack on shit food. That's the hardest thing to do. It's easy to do it. Generally, it's all there waiting for you to do it and just cook it and make it. And there's people like us around to help you out with it. But the hardest thing is to actually do it. Mentally, get yourself to do it day in, day out. And I think it's better to do that thing sort of like in the morning or the the time that you don't feel tired. Because there is a research now saying like we made worse decision when we're tired, like mentally tired. We have like limited mental capacity per day that we can control ourselves. So if we have a day like I used to do on Sunday, wake up in the morning, go shopping. I know exactly what I need. I cook it and that's it. I'm done for a week. I don't need to make any decision for the rest of the week. I just eat what I cook. We started going shopping Saturday nights because it's quiet. So we're not stressed out and we're not just trying to rush around and just grab shit. Like we can go and get what we need to get. Um, nine times out of 10, all the shit food then is actually not on the shelves yet because they haven't replenished it because all it's gone throughout the day. Um, most of the veg is still kind of there or like there's fresh batches of fruit and veg out from the lorries. Um, and it's just quieter. Like we're not stressed out. It's an easy experience and we get around so fast now because we know exactly what we want. But me and Tasha right. definitely creatures of habit. Uh, we've right. kind of had the similar meals, same kind of meals cooked in week in, week out. We hardly experiment with other things, really, I, says, I should say. Like we had a bit of a barbecue today. It was nice. Uh, we had a couple of friends in the garden, which was because we can, and it was just different. It was nice, you know, but we still had a big salad. We had the, you know, the meat or the veggie stuff there, which was our protein. And, you know, I have 0% beers and there was nothing else there. You know, there were some crisps, I think, to start with, but, you know, they're just snacking on the side. It's not like we've got like seven bags of the meat or something, you know. Um, breakfast is always the same. You know, we're very much, we know our shopping list off the back of our hand now and we don't really get much crap food. Like, it's just because it's become a habit for now four years. We've been together in a couple of weeks. So, you know, it's, I think as soon as it starts to become that habit, it's, it's easier done. Mm. you know tash went on a crash diet i think when she went on her running i think she said in the first episode and she now has a her relationship with food is to help fuel for her lifting and she'll say they're like oh i'm getting a bit podgy i'm getting a bit like bigger like she she isn't uh her weight like she's in her weight class that's all she needs to worry about and when she needs to if we need to learn how to do cuts and weight cuts and shit then we'll do that 
but she already knows how to lose weight because we did it when we was in Cyprus. She lost a load of weight and she went down to, what was it? I think she's the 60 kilo, near the 60 kilo category. And she went down to like 49, 51 potentially, um, like in Cyprus. And we lost a load because we were eating fresh food. We ate less, you know, if we want to snack on crap food, we snack on crap food. We'll stop that straight away. But we've already gone through that process. And we, I suppose we're, we've been in this maintenance phase now for years. You know, we could go either way. We can bulk or we can cut because we've just been in this good phase and we know exactly what we need to do. Exactly. Yeah. You, you learn about process. Yeah. And then sort of saying about like the time of the day, it was the best time to do it because you've got this mentality thing. I know bang in the morning i'm not great i'm not a good morning person but i'm also if i if i get up the same time every morning for the week i know for a fact it's great like tomorrow like well today now technically um i'm gonna have to sleep a little bit in but i'm busy at 11 so i need to get stuff done i'm probably need to be up for about half seven eight to be honest i'll probably wake up that time anyway my body naturally wakes me up now um, because i'm now waking up the same time every time going to bed pretty much the same time every time apart from Saturday nights. Um, it's only because we're recording this podcast, you know, um, but I know I'm going to do it on a Saturday night. So I will sleep in a little bit more on the Sunday. Um, but again, habit, habit, habit. This right. has been going on for two or three years now. Yeah. Same with the food. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. And if I need to shred, because I'm not very shredded right now, which is a surprise to some people, because I've always naturally been very lean. I, you know, I will be in probably four weeks' time. Because I'll have the hob back, I'll be able to cook more protein that I don't I, I'm not currently having, and I'm now training again back in the gym. So I'll go straight back to what I was. But that's also genetics at the same time. Yeah. Okay, then so so guys, so for me then I'm I'm gonna leave you guys with one final question. So, so Corn, you mentioned there about the issue of people not recognizing how simple nutrition can be. So I'm going to ask both you guys, what, what is your perspective on nutrition? What, what is healthy eating for you? Like, what, what, what does that mean for you? Whatever your grandma said. <laughs> <laughs> I call my good diet is a grandma diet. Right? Eat lots of <laughs> Eat lots of vegetables, eat some fruit, <laughs> eat slowly. <laughs> See, this whole eat slowly and stuff like that, I've only learned over the past couple of years because I was literally, yeah, I, I just breathe it in and it's gone. Like that, I've always eaten fast. I've always done it. I don't know why, I just have done, you know. Um, you know, eating with distractions. Me and Tash sit there and watch some crap on YouTube while we're eating and we chat and we have fun. Like we make sure we sit at the table and we eat if we eat slowly, we eat slowly. If we eat fast, we eat fast. We don't care for it at the moment. Um, right. But we make sure the meal time is a nice time. We sit there and we watch something, have a laugh and have a joke. And we spend 20, 30 minutes at the table. Um, whether or not we've just finished eating and then we relax and we chill while sitting down before we get up and start being busy again and start getting ready for bed or something like that. Breakfast, if we can, we have with each other. Nine times out of ten, we really don't. Once a week, we potentially do. And then lunch, we don't. So, I don't know. I try and watch something on lunch. I am distracted. I can't... I think it's more just me mentally. I don't like being in my own head a lot. So, if I've got my own space in my own head, I'm just trying to focus on food. I, I My head would drift somewhere, and it's not pretty. Mm -hmm. 
So I always right. watch something. I, but for me, it's a takeaway. Food is a break for me. Food is a break from work. And I watch stuff that's not depending on fitness or anything like that. Or I might watch some vlogs of like athletes and shit like that. Like I might watch a mayhem video because they're quite cool to see on how they break down workouts and stuff like that. But for me, food is a break. Interesting. So for me, nutrition. Right. So, you know, what's nutrition for me? I don't know. It's a, it sounds almost Tough. like it's like a like a mindfulness tool for you. It's like a like a yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I don't need to, I think for how I sort of see nutrition, it's super simple. People overcomplicate it way too much. You know, mm. I, I think you need to enjoy the time that you're eating rather than, mm, no, I say rather than enjoying the food you're eating. That's, that's a lie. <laughs> you, should, you should enjoy the food you're eating unless you're a bodybuilder that's just crying to get on stage. Um, <laughs> you, I think you should enjoy and uh, I can't think of the word enjoy the time that you're eating and don't mm. rush it as in like don't take it for granted in a sense yeah I think I, I, I think I get what you're saying yeah like so enjoy, she, enjoy the moment almost of, yeah so Sheena we yeah. had Sheena over earlier with Dex and Cadence uh, for the barbecue and Cadence is their dog before anyone knows um sheena was on the episode before for the women one with tash and i think she's going to be on a future one as well ben if you're around potentially i know corn will probably be asleep at the time that we can do it but the uh women and bulkiness and stuff like that i know you want to do a podcast on that in the future um so we can try and do that sometime in the week um but she says that where she is in her kitchen she's got the stairs directly opposite the door it's quite a small little house so the dog will lay on the floor. Dex, her husband, will sit on the stairs and like chat, chat stuff from his phone while they're cooking dinner and stuff like that. And then they sit down and, and watch something together while they're eating. Again, it's a process. It's a nice bonding kind of style. Like for them, it's the same kind of thing. They all cook together. They all eat together. You know, that's, that's, that's their nice family time in a sense. Right. Yeah. So again, mentally, I think food could come into a massive part rather than just trying to think about eating healthy. And I think that's so easier, right? Trying to diet on your own is absolutely horrific, right? <laughs> like, Corn, when you lost all that weight, did you do it by yourself? Or did you have James there kind of with you, kind of supporting at the same time? So you are just by yourself? I'm just by myself, but I'm weird because yeah. I, I, I don't really like to... I'm not a, not a social person. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> enough. But imagine if you had, you know... Uh, your okay. sister there with you right now and you were both going through the yeah. same thing and you're like yeah social cycle what's 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 the word oh biopsychosocial right so yeah everything around you um everything inside your head everything about your body affect everything about you yeah mm. yeah absolutely I, th- I think it's easier not doing it on your own nutritional wise definitely definitely yeah it's all about environment. There we go. My nutrition is all about environment. Interesting. I think it's true. I think it's true. How about how about how about yourself, Cole? How would you um how would you define healthy eating for you? Um 
I think just eat real food, like <laughs> eat actual food. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, 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 yeah. Don't eat sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat shit. Dot com. Don't eat shit. Dot com. Wait, <laughs> that I, I'm a hundred percent. I would agree with that. <laughs> right, guy. Um, I have to shoot in a bit. I got. Um... Yeah, that's all cool. No worries, dude. Yeah, it's uh, half past midnight, so I'd like to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, right, yeah, we're gonna close this out. Ben, you closing this one out? You started the started yeah, off man. so Let's beautifully. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. All right. Yeah. yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for your time. Episode eleven is done. Look out for future episodes. Posting every Sunday. Yep, rough right, times. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, bright and early on Spotify. Is it just Spotify right now? Or is it? No, it is on iTunes. I don't know how it randomly like. Well. Yes. Okay. It wouldn't let me log yeah. in. I managed <laughs> to log in, and then it just randomly synced itself up. I don't even know how it happened. It, it just magically <laughs> worked. I, I, I seriously, nice. I didn't even type in Barn Collective, like or whatever. I think I just used the same email as I use for Anchor. Boom, done. That was literally it. I was like, okay, cool. Nice. Okay, cool. So, okay, so tune, tune in on Spotify, iTunes. I'd say as well, anyone has any questions they want us to talk about, drop us a message. So, either I, I say check out Barn Collective on Instagram, uh, drop us a message there, and we'll probably post up like ask a question. I know I'm yeah, yeah. like my stories and stuff. So, that's good. Yeah. And if you are a sponsorship, like who's. <laughs> Yeah, um, hello fresh. Yeah, up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that website you looked at earlier? Eat what? Eat this, not that. Yeah, no, dude, you can, guys, you guys, yeah. Can, Let's have fun. Yeah. Let's have a. Please join in. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a, <laughs> yeah. guests. Guests are welcome. Hell yeah, dude. Sweet. Right, have a good night, guys, and morning corn. <laughs>